God is faithful. He's our ever-present help in times of trouble. And this God is our God and He will lead us even unto death. That's what God's Word says. The steps of a good man or a righteous person is ordered by the Lord. The steps that we are taking when we are in the will of God is not random steps. Is not steps that we decide. But God decides. That's the best part. Every step that we take may be unknown to us but it's known to the God who holds our lives in the palm of His hands. So as we entrust our hands, our minds, our hearts, our feet, the members of our bodies, to this God, who knows the end from the beginning, who sees the end from the beginning, there's no fear. Perfect love casts out fear. When we understand God's sovereign will for our lives, Every plan of God has been well thought by God, carefully planned out by God with much love and compassion and care. With God's kingdom in mind and with our place in the kingdom of God, not only here but in the world to come, God orders our steps every single day and all the way into our entry into the kingdom of heaven. So when we look at our lives and the lives of those who ran before us and were in glory, like we see in the book of Hebrews 11, they all went through impossible circumstances. There was not a single person who faced, who never faced an impossible circumstance. When I say impossible, those are like red seas and mountains and lions and Goliath, fiery furnace and things like that. It's not like, oh, I was looking for a job and I got a job. It was impossible. Those things are okay. Yeah. can look like this was not possible, but it became possible. Yes, glory be to God. It's an eternal blessing. When it comes to life and death, when it comes to facing a situation where God alone, the one who is, He alone can do this for us. And without this, we cannot be alive when we come to die. You know, that's really a red sea. That's really a mountain. That's really the wall of Jericho. When humanly a situation is not possible, whether it's a person's health condition, whether it's a family condition, whether it's a child that's lost spiritually, whatever your situation is, if you get to know the God of the impossible, if you get to know the nature of the God of the impossible, then no is not an answer for a believer. 
if you get to know the God of the impossible, then you are going to pursue Him, pursue Him like never before, pursue Him even harder in order to achieve what you need to achieve, which is turning your situation around for God's glory. Why will God give you an impossible situation? Why? Is it to make you feel miserable? Is it to make me feel miserable? No. There's a purpose to it. God has a purpose. There's an end result that God is looking for. Why did God take the children of Israel through the wilderness? Why? Is it to make them feel miserable? No. There was a result, end result, that God was looking for. And there was this faith that God was building in them, growing in them. That's how Joshua became Joshua and Caleb became Caleb. And they served the Lord in the capacity that God had for them. These are two children of God who fulfilled the plan of God that God had for their lives. Now, all the children of Israel, they all had the plan of God written for their lives. Each one of them. Not just Joshua and Caleb. Not just Moses. Not just Aaron. Not just Miriam. No. Each one of them had a glorious plan written by God for each one of them. But, sadly, with all the plan that God had written, only two people from that generation, the plan of God was executed. Well, we have to understand that we play a huge part in fulfilling the plan of God. God has a plan for our lives, and God works in glorious manner, and God brings to pass what he started in us. No doubt about it. But it's never without our faith. It's never without our endurance. It is never without passing the trials that God has established for us in order to form our character, to make us more like Him, make us more like God, make us more like Jesus Christ, God the Son. We understand that, we understand the purpose of God behind everything that God allows our way by ordering our steps, each step has something written on it. We put a foot on it. If we are in the will of God, we're stepping into the will of God every single time. One step could be a step full of tears. Another step could be a step full of joy. Another step could be a step full of pain. God is a God who's very balanced. He never lets his people have joy, 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 joy all the time and then follow the cliff. He gives that balance to the people of God so that the trials that they face give them the opportunity to manifest what was built inside of them by God working in them. Faith. Immovable, unshakable faith. The Spirit of the Lord is speaking to our hearts at this hour. As we've heard many times, what is inside is what will come outside. So as the Spirit of the Lord is forming His nature, His character inside of you, during the trial, that nature of God has to come out, must be seen. 
God our Father is a good God. As we go into the passage that the Spirit of the Lord has for us, we're going to go with prayer. And I believe that God will give me a few minutes to share what the Holy Spirit wants me to share with you. As we prayerfully go into the book of First Samuel, we're going to the book of First Samuel, chapter 1. I'm not going to read the entire text. You can read it on your own. But there are specific sections that the Spirit of the Lord wanted me to. And as the Lord would take me through, I didn't spend time on this. The Lord told me, I need you to speak in the morning call today. The Lord had spoken to me earlier this week, I believe Monday night. It's sometime during this week I'm going to have you speak in the morning call. So I don't know when, but it happens to be today. So what God has for us today, we want to take it very seriously and work on the application part so that you can become like Joshua. You can become like Caleb, inheritors of the call of God. The promise of God. Well, didn't God speak to us in the beginning of the year, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, service? That God is going to use all those who are faithful in our church. But how can He use us unless He tries us and proves us? We need to prove our faith and our faithfulness to God in the midst of the fiery trial. Wherever you are in your spiritual walk, the trial will be according to that so that God can move you into the next realm that God has for you. So we'll read from the book of First Samuel, chapter 1. I'm just going to go through wherever the Lord wants me to and see what the Spirit of the Lord will speak to our hearts. Now, I believe that most of you here, if not all of you, know the story of Hannah, how she did not have a child, and how God blessed her with Samuel, and how Samuel was a prophet of God that came through the trial that Hannah went through. We know the story of a woman. You look at the Bible, even though women were physically weaker than men, there were specific women, not all women, the specific women, women of faith, women of God, who had this relationship with God, tight relationship with God, no matter what happened in their lives, they will continue to press in, persevere, until they see the result. I want to take you to a section. I'm just going to scroll here to where Hannah goes to the temple of God and she prays. We see her life from verses 1 to 7. Very sorrowful. Her situation was an impossible situation. No one can give her a child. Her womb was closed. Impossible situation. In the eyes of men, it was a mountain. Facing ridicule, persecution. 
crying herself to sleep, night after night. In the eyes of human beings, she was going to go to the grave as a childless woman. But for Hannah, it was different. Even though she had many tears, she was a woman of faith, a woman who did not surrender to her circumstance. She did not bow down to that impossible circumstance. God is speaking to your heart at this hour. Whatever your circumstance is, are you bowing down to your circumstance or are you bowing down to the name of Jesus, to the power of the God of the impossible? Do you know the God of the impossible? If you say you know, how much do you know the God of the impossible? How much can he do for you? What can he do for you? How far can he go to rescue you, to help you? Do you know the God of the impossible? Hannah knew her God. She knew the God of the impossible. So, in spite of all that she was facing, in spite of the difficult situation, in spite of the impossible situation, she kept going to the Lord. I want to take you to Hannah's prayer as the Spirit of the Lord wants me to. Let's just go here. Verse 9 onwards. First Samuel chapter 1 verse 9 onwards. So Hannah arose after they had finished eating and drinking in Shiloh. Now Eli the priest was sitting on the seat by the doorpost of the tabernacle of the Lord. I want you to highlight the word tabernacle of the Lord. It was not just a place. It was not just any place. It was the tabernacle of the Lord. God was over this place. And in that place, she was having a conversation with God. She was not having a happy conversation. She was having a conversation that moved the heart of God. She had much tears, many tears. Her heart was so heavy with grief. She's weeping before the Lord in the presence of God. I want to highlight that. Don't just weep. Don't just weep in despair. Weep. Weep in the presence of God. Weep knowing that God hears you. Weep with faith. Expecting to move the heart of God. Looking for the result. She's having a conversation with God. She prayed to the Lord and wept in anguish. She's telling her, look, Lord, this is what is happening to me. Lord, this is an impossible situation, but I know you can do it, Lord. This is what my rival is doing. Lord, I don't have a child. Lord, it's impossible. No one can help me in this. But I want to have a child. She's having a conversation with God. While she's having a conversation with God, she's also making a deal with God. She's saying, Lord, if you would do this for me, but she believed that in spite of the impossible situation, God is able to give her that which no man, no doctor, no medicine, no husband, no human can give her. 
that's what you call a prayer that will move the heart of God. It's not that, oh, you know, I'll go and give something, I'll do something. No. It's much more than that. The vow that she made to God expresses her ardent faith in the living God. Immovable faith. Where she says, Lord, if you will indeed look on the affliction of your maidservant. She's talking to him as if he is hearing. That means she knew very well that God is right in front of her and he's hearing every word that she's speaking. Are you praying like that? Are you praying knowing that God is in front of you? He who comes to God must believe that he is. And he is the rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Are you praying for an expected end and are you expecting that expected end to happen? How is your prayer life? How are you praying? What kind of a prayer are you praying before God, Almighty God, is speaking to your hearts at this time? Hannah prayed. She had anguish in her heart. But she has faith. She's explaining to God her situation. She's telling God, Lord, if you have mercy on me, Lord, if you will do a miracle for me, remember me and not forget me, Lord. If you'll give me a male child, then I will give him to you all the days of his life. She believed that God, the God of the impossible, is able to give her that which is humanly not possible. When all human help fails, do you still believe in the God of the impossible? Do you still believe that God can still do a miracle for you? When all doors are closed, do you still believe that God is able to? Where is your faith? What are you trusting? Are you trusting the voices of people? Or are you trusting in the nature of God Almighty as Hannah did? Hannah had a solid relationship with God. Very solid relationship with God. She was not someone who just out of desperation just went and blurted something in the presence of God. No. She knew where she was going. She knew she was going to the tabernacle of the Lord. She knew that she was in the presence of God. She knew that she was right before God Almighty. She knew that when she talks, God listens to her. That's the kind of relationship she had. And that's the kind of relationship you should have. You know. When you go to the house of God, when you open your mouth and talk, the God will listen. Hallelujah. If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me, God's word says. Very important, very important to be on point with God. Very important to have that tight relationship with God. You know when you pray, when you open your mouth, you know, oh my God, He hears me. And I knew that God was hearing. And so she's talking to Him. She's having this conversation with him, a very concrete vow. A very concrete vow. She was not someone who was just going, saying, give me, give me, give me. She knew how to pray. She knew that whatever blessing that she's seeking has to have connection with the kingdom of God. She was a woman of faith, a woman of God. After God blessed her, if you... Read her, her prayer or her 
praise that will follow this chapter, you will see what a woman of God she was. How closely she walked with God. A rival. God gives her rival so many children. A sinful woman. Someone who provoked this woman of God all the time. Made her weep so much. Made her life miserable so much. Why? Why will God let Hannah go through that valley of tears? Why? Because there was a greater purpose. A prophet was going to come out of her. A prophet was going to come out of her. A prophet was going to come out of her. And she was going to be called the mother of Samuel, the prophet. What a difference. What a difference. Every child of God who walks in the call of God will go through different difficult situations. Mary, the mother of Jesus, earthly mother of Jesus, who was highly favored among all. What a call that the Messiah had come through her. What a call. She received an angelic visitation. But you, but if you look at her life, along with the glorious prophecy that came for her about the life of Jesus to Simeon, to Hannah, you will also see the valley of tears there. A sword will go through your heart. I don't think she would have understood the depth of it until she stood at the foot of the cross. No mother would want her son to hang on the cross and have an image beyond recognition and to be able to stand. God was speaking to me a couple of weeks ago from this. He said the fact that Mary was able to even stand there weeping and to be able to stand there with a sword gone into her heart and still be alive and still be there at the foot of the cross is the grace of God. God gave Mary the supernatural grace to take that sword that went through her heart. doesn't mean that she had no pain. She had an incredible amount of pain but through that pain it came through the other side. Through that pain, she was standing, hearing the Son of God speak to her, telling, this is your son. John will take care of you. And telling John, this is your mother. Make sure you take care of her. The power of God that sustains His people during God-ordained trials. Sword going through the heart is not a light thing. That's what was prophesied. A sword will go through your heart, Mary. And Mary kept all the things that were spoken to her by the Spirit of God to prophesy in her heart. Do you think that she knew the depth of it? No. 
None of us will know the depth of what God speaks at that moment. We know to an extent when we hear prophecies, but we won't know the depth of it until we really walk through it, until we're at that very moment. But if you're walking with God, the grace of God will carry us through. The grace of God will carry us through. The grace of God carried Hannah through because Hannah had a tight relationship with God. Mary, the earthly mother of Jesus, endured endured the sight. Endured. And she was one among the 120 who were gathered in the upper room. Filled with the Holy Spirit. God filled her. God filled her heart. The heart that bore the sword that had to go through that path. Not because she did anything wrong. No. It was because it was God-ordained path. The steps of a good person, righteous person, child of God is ordained by God. The duration is mocked up by God Almighty. And to endure, He gives the power. God gives the power. He gives power to the faint. Every step of the way, God gives power. And humanly, it's not possible. It's the power of God that sustains. That's where God gives the glory. Without it, it's not possible. Without it, it's not possible. God gave hand the grace if you continue to read the rest of this chapter and the following chapter you'll see how Hannah's child grew before the Lord and ministered before God Hannah had other children too but this child that came out of this agony agonizing prayer when other people were doing other things, there's a specific line written by God Almighty in the book of all books, the Word of God, the Holy Bible. Samuel ministered before the Lord. Samuel grew before the Lord. Who was Samuel? Hannah's son. Born out of agony. A miracle child. Hannah knew how to turn the impossible situation into a possibility, into a miraculous wonder, because she knew her God. She knew the God of the impossible. I want to close with this as the Spirit of the Lord wants me to, but we're going to read verse 12, 13, and 14. And it happened as she continued praying before the Lord that Eli watched her mouth. Now Hannah spoke in her heart, only her lips moved, but her voice was not heard. Therefore Eli thought she was drunk. So Eli said to her, How long will you be drunk? Put your wine away from you. But Hannah answered and said, No, my Lord, I am a woman of sorrowful spirit. I have drunk neither wine nor intoxicating drink, but have poured out my soul before the Lord. Do not consider your maidservant a wicked woman, for out of the abundance of my complaint and grief I have spoken until now. You see, a woman of God, you see the character 
of a woman of God. This was a test given by God. The servant of the Lord is there. God holds back what's happening to him to test Hannah before he could bless her through the servant of God. That humility and reverence for the anointing of God is very important. Wherever we are, we may think that we are right. doesn't matter. God many times tests his people. It is so important to manifest the nature of Jesus Christ and understand our place in the body of Jesus Christ in order for the Lord to bless us. That humility and reverence for the anointing of God is very important. Many people don't know that. Many people have no concept of what that is these days. They think, oh, Hannah is just like Eli, Eli is just like Hannah, and there's no difference between God's servants and the people of God. There's a very, very unique distinction that is there. That God anoints them. They stand before God. And the presence of God comes. They come. And stand before the people of God. God touches the people of God. And they are there. Hannah knew that very well. Big difference between her rival and herself. Her rival was somebody who provoked her so much. But you don't see Hannah behaving that way. Oh, my rival provoked me so much so... I became a bitter woman and I became someone who gets provoked so easily. So when Eli came and spoke to me, you know, I couldn't contain myself. Lord, forgive me. You know, I, I you know, bursted out in anger and I was already so depressed. And many Christians are like that. They use their situation, circumstance to justify their sin. Why did you scream and yell at your husband? Oh, because I was so stressed out. Why did you act like a maniac? Outside, oh, because I was so stressed out. Not understanding that it is coming from the pit of hell. Those are manifestations of demonic spirits and demonic behavior. A child of God should not behave like the heathen, should not behave like those who are filled with evil spirits. We have to question ourselves if our behavior is like that, oh, because I'm stressed out. So I act like a crazy person. I'd be a, are you a child of God? Are we children of God or not? May the Spirit of the Lord sanctify every heart at this hour. We understand our place first in the kingdom of God. Secondly, no matter what path you're going through, it should bring out the nature of Christ in you, not the nature of Satan. In Hannah's life, we see the nature of God coming out. As a result of that, she passed the test and God blesses her through the servant of God that God brought before her because God sent Eli to her to bless her. Eli was standing there in the place of God carrying the blessing that she was longing for and she was speaking to God about. He had the key in his hand and she was worthy of receiving that blessing that God had for her. The Spirit of the Lord Minister to your hearts at this hour. Lastly, I want to say this as the Holy Spirit wants me to. 
She was a woman who persevered until she heard the reply from God. She just didn't pray a short prayer and get up and leave. She was praying and praying and praying until God said, Eli, go. I want you to give what I have given to you, to this woman. She pressed in until she received the answer. She prayed and prayed and prayed until she got the answer from God. Very similar to the widow and the unjust judge. Now, Eli was not an unjust judge. But the perseverance part of Hannah, she prayed and she prayed and she prayed until Eli comes and talks to her. Even though she, it appeared as if Eli misunderstood, which was a test from God. She passed the test, and she was still there until she received the blessing from God. Until she got the answer through the servant of God, Go in peace, and the God of Israel grant you the desires of your heart, your petition, whatever you've asked of him. Once God spoke to her through the servant of God, the next verse says, her faith was no longer sad. It's not only her faith in the word of God that came through the servant of God, but because it was the word of God, it imparted faith into Hannah. Once she heard it, it was not like an ordinary word that her husband would have said or somebody would have said. This came from the throne of God. God will grant you your petition. The Spirit of God imparted that faith into her. And she held on to that. And We must understand that there is a woman who did not have a child for such a long time. And there is no way of her having any children. Just when the priest comes, the pastor comes and just says, Okay, God will grant you your desires of your heart, whatever you prayed for. She just got up and left. Just like that. That's why she is the mother of a prophet. A woman of faith. A woman of faith. When she heard the word of the Lord through Eli, the servant of God, she knew it was God who spoke to her. Very important, very important to hold on to what God has spoken. Very important to take the word of God that comes from the servants of God and hold on to it. Because what God has spoken, God will bring it to pass. Whatever God has spoken in your life, God will bring it to pass. But it's important for you to know that God is impossible so that you can have your impossible situations turned around for His glory and for your good. Shall we pray? Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, thank you, Lord, for blessing us at this hour, blessing us with your word, blessing us with your presence. I pray for your people, Lord, 
that your word that you have given at this hour, which was not planned and you bear witness to us. Lord, you have spoken to your people and I pray may they take this word, meditate on it, hold on to it, grow by it, live in it, and inherit every blessing that you have for your people, Lord. Bless them. Bless them, Father. May your people hold on to the God of the impossible. May they hold on to the God of the impossible. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I come against all the forces of darkness, every demonic spirit that is warring against the hearts, minds, and bodies of your people. I bind them in Jesus' name. Take victory in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, every trial which you allow in our lives. God-ordained trial has a very specific purpose to it. Has a very specific start date and an end date. It will not go past another second. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that you give your people the grace they continue to hold on to you every time they cry to you. You fill them with your grace and with your strength. The God of the impossible who gave Hannah the strength to endure and to persevere. You are in our midst right now. The God of the impossible who gave Mary the strength to endure at the foot of the cross bearing the sword in her heart. Father, you are in our midst. Whatever your people may be going through at this hour, no matter how impossible it may appear, Oh, the God of the impossible, you are here in our midst. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We have so much hope in you. We have so much hope in you. Father, we know that you have everything in the palm of your hands. Hallelujah. What you did for Hannah, you'll do for us. What you did for your people throughout the Bible, you'll do for us. We thank you, Lord. So I pray that you'll strengthen your people. May your faith be imparted into their spirits at this hour. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, as your servant, I pray, O oh, Heavenly Father, touch your people, Lord. Touch every brother, every sister, every child who's on this call. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Let faith arise in the name of Jesus so that they may possess what you have for them like Joshua did, like Caleb did. In the name of Jesus, in the midst of opposition, in the midst of obstacles, in the midst of dryness, in the midst of emptiness, in the midst of adversity, in the midst of scorpions and snakes. Oh, you brought Joshua through. You brought Caleb through. Hallelujah. Everyone around them perished. Joshua didn't. Caleb didn't because you sustained them. Hallelujah. You strengthened them. Hallelujah. They held on to you and you held on to them. Hallelujah. So I pray, Lord, may your people hold on to you as you hold on to them, Jesus. You bring them to the other side so they can serve you even more. Hallelujah. So they can build your kingdom even more. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Fill the eyes of your people with faith, Lord. 
Fill the eyes of your people with hope, Lord. Fill the eyes of your people with your strength, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, that the eyes may not grow dim, O oh God, in the name of Jesus, that the vision of God may burn, Father, through the holy fire in front of them, O oh God, that every soul here may live to do the will of God. May each and every person tell you this one thing, Lord, I want to live to do the will of God. Hallelujah. Let me live to do the will of God. Hallelujah. Let me live to do the will of God. Hallelujah. Touch your people right now this hour. Whatever circumstance they may be going through, oh Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, touch your people, Lord. Strengthen their hearts. Strengthen their hearts. Whatever trial they may be going through, I pray. May your power descend upon them and strengthen them, Lord. Let no one be short-sighted, Lord. Let no one live for the now. Oh, Father, the plan that you have for your people, may that be accomplished, O oh Lord, in the name of Jesus, that they may live to declare the praises of the Almighty God as Joshua did, as Caleb did, as Hannah did, as Mary did. Hallelujah. We praise you. We praise you. We praise you. We praise you. We give you all the glory. give you all the honor. give you all the praise. We serve in standing in the presence of God. Before the throne of God, according to the power and authority given to me by the Almighty God, I pronounce a blessing upon your people at this hour in the name of Jesus. That every brother, every sister here may become like tall fed calves in the name of Jesus. That they may go out with joy and be led forth with peace. Let the peace of God lead them in the name of Jesus. Let the peace of God lead them into the will of God. Oh, in the name of Jesus, may the grace of God surround them when they are in the will of God. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. 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 As a church, as we are going through this valley of Becca, we know as we are walking through it, something glorious is happening in this valley. Dry bones are getting up. Dry bones are rising up. Dry bones are rising up. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Not a single step that we take in that valley is without a purpose. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. As you told Abraham, every step that you take, every place that you set foot on, I will give that to you. Even when we walk through the valley, you give that valley for us to inherit for the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. We thank you, Lord. Even if we have to walk through that valley of dry bones, we will inherit that valley to raise up those dry bones for the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. There's no defeat to those who walk in the path of the cross. We thank you, Father. To you belong all glory, honor, and praise. Thank you, Lord. I pray that you continue to strengthen the hearts of your people in this hour. The word of God may remain in their hearts in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The enemy may not touch that, O oh God, in Jesus' name. By a word we live. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, until the work of God is done in our lives. As Jesus said, I'm here to do the will of God and to finish it. Jesus held on to that, even on the cross. Nobody could take his life. He held on to that. I will finish the will of God. Hallelujah. I pray that you will drop eternity into the hearts of your people. 
that they may be determined to finish the will of God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. This blessing, O Lord, I bless your people with this morning. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen.